So hi, Tammy, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. I just wondered if you can introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your journey. Yeah, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I am an artist. I am an illustrator and painter and I create my own stationary line at the moment. And in the background, I have also been a mindset and well, a coach in different capacities for the past 12 years. I've been a goal setting coach, I've been a running coach, and now I'm kind of just fine tuning that into a mindset coach because really when you work on your mindset, that it affects every area of your life. So once you can get that kind of down pat, you're good. A little bit about why you're, you're helping people reach their passions and their goals. Like why did that come up for you? Yeah, well, I, you know, I said, I've been a running coach for 12 years and I just noticed this pattern where none of us really, not none of us, but a lot of us don't even realize the potential that we have and the possibilities that are there for us. And I love helping somebody realize like what is possible for them if they just kind of set a goal and, and, and work towards it. And, you know, it's just amazing to see the transformation in the time that I work with somebody or that anybody, you know, works with a coach or just finds out like, oh my gosh, I didn't know all of this was possible for me. And so it's just kind of my mission is to, to let people know, like they have so much more inside of them that they can share with the world. So give us an example of one of those, I mean, you don't have to mention names and so on, but give us an example of what that goal setting really looks like and how it's, how working with a coach um, and being able to obviously stick to those goals has, has been as a journey for maybe one of your clients. Yeah. So I'll take one of my artist clients because I work with a lot of creatives now. And so, you know, during the pandemic, a lot of businesses kind of shut down and were operating completely differently. And so she came to me and she said, I have no, so she's an illustrator. So she does kind of like freelance. And she said, I have no jobs right now because of COVID. And I was like, really? There's nobody is buying art right now? Like all the art just shut down and nobody's buying and using art ever again. And she was like, well, no, they're still using art. And I'm like, well, how are they getting the art? And she was like, I don't know. Their offices are shut down. And I said, do you think that like mail has stopped? Like there's just no more mail. And she was like, well, no. And so anyway, it was just working on that block that she had just settled. Like, hey, the world is shut down. I'm not going to have any work. And so we just worked on shifting that thought into one of more possibility. And I thought, you know, I said to her, like, let's think of some ways that if you knew that the world was still buying art, what would you do? And so she came up with all of these creative ways, like different kind of emails, different kind of mailers that she sent and then got forwarded to the people. And in the end of the six weeks that we worked together, she had three jobs, three, two books and one magazine because wow. she had sent her art in. So just like that simple shift of like, what is possible? Like she had shut off the possibility of getting jobs during the pandemic. And I just helped her turn that possibility back on. No, that's awesome. Especially that they're creative because over here at Hypertribe, obviously we work with musicians. Right. So we're working with uh, music artists as well. And I think that's also that stability and being able to kind of push and set those goals, especially during a pandemic, I think is really important, right? Right. And especially too, you know, this is when the world needs our creativity. They need our art. They need our music. That's what helps some people get through this. And so if we, you know, if we don't shut ourselves down, we can actually be helping other people with our art. So the kind of million dollar question is why is goal setting so important? Yeah. It's funny because 
I, I work with a lot of people that have never set a goal before. And to me, that just seems so foreign because I'm just so goal oriented. But I think a couple of things. So I think one is it just kind of gives us a direction. It's like, like a lighthouse in the fog, you know, and just like, here's where we're going. And so then when you're making these decisions or when you're having a hard day and you don't want to go into the recording studio, if you're remembering like, no, but like I, I have this goal that I really want to do for myself. It just kind of helps you stay on track. And if you're if you're making a decision, like should I put out this kind of mu music or this kind of art, you kind of like say, is this going to get me closer to that light shining in the fog? Is this going to get me there? So just that sense of direction. But I think also because it challenges us as humans, like if we don't have a goal that's outside of our comfort zone, we're just going to kind of get stuck in a rut. Our brains really love to be comfortable and to just like stay what you know, do what you know over and over and over. And I think like our lives could be so much richer right? If we just stretch out of our comfort zone and try to go for this goal and go for something that we've never done before, how exciting is that to do for ourselves? What a gift. Yeah. I think, I think it's having, having one direction and also drowning out the noise around it. That's yeah. It yeah. Like the North star as well. I think that's right. People to know because you can get distracted as well. I mean, there's so many things around the world that, you know, you could be involved with. Oh yeah. Take different paths and so on, but yeah, you're completely right. And I just, I know this sounds really basic, but I think it's really important for us to define what is a goal. Mm -hmm. um, it sounds really simplistic, but I think that sometimes people can kind of have aims and wants and, and goals and stuff like that. What, what would you say as the definition of a goal? Mm, that's a great question. I've never been asked that. I love it. I would say a goal is a result that you want, but really there's this hidden thing under that. That's really, we all want to get a goal because of how we think it's going to make us feel right? We want to feel healthier or we want to feel successful or famous or rich. It's about a feeling that we think that we're going to feel when we get that. And I think that's really important to like, and that's one of the things I say, like when we're goal setting is think about why you want this. Like, what is that feeling that you want? Mm -hmm. Does that link into a little bit about your methods? Because it does. Yeah. So that, I mean, can you explain a little bit about what your methods are and how you teach them about goal setting? Yeah. So I have a couple kind of like pillars of goal setting. And I think the very first thing you need to do is to stop for a second and just reflect on what you have done up to this point. So if you set a timer for five minutes, seven minutes, and just brainstorm, get all out of your head, all the things that you've done, huge things, tiny things. Like I put up with my mother at dinner last night. I mean, it can be so tiny, you know, or like I, you know, I, learned eight new chords yesterday, whatever it is, put it on there. Because I think we are, sometimes we're so looking to the future that we forget to just celebrate like what we've done so far. So just take that minute to brainstorm all the things that you've accomplished and keep it handy because there's going to be days when you're really low and you can just kind of go back to that sheet of what you've already accomplished and you'll, you'll feel a lot better because you'll, you know, like I've already done so much. So once you've done that reflection thing, I think the most important next step is to think of your why. Like, why are you doing this? Like I said a minute ago, like, and how is that going to make you feel? Because there are going to be days when you just don't want to pick up your guitar. You don't want to pick up your paintbrush. And if you're remembering like, no, I'm doing this because I want to feel successful or I want to share my gift with the world, whatever that why is, then it's going to help keep you motivated. And when I do a why, I like to go like three or four levels deep. So like I have an example, let's say your goal is that you want to record a new album in 2021. And so you say, well, why? And you say, well, because I've always wanted to record an album and I've never done it. 
Okay, well, why? Take it another step deeper. Well, I want to share my gift of music with the world. One step deeper. Why? Uh, I want people to know that I'm a good musician. Why do you want people to know you're a good musician? Because I want recognition and to be appreciated for my talents. And now you're like, oh, okay. So you want the recognition and the appreciation. Cool. So that gives you kind of something to work with. And so then you can start, you can already start acting from a place of somebody that has that recognition. So you think of your favorite musician, your favorite rock star, whatever, you know, I could think of my favorite painter and how would they act today? Like when they don't want to go into the studio, would they turn on Netflix and eat some popcorn or would they get their butt off the couch and go into the studio and record a song? They would probably record the song and that's why they're so successful. So if you know like kind of what that ultimate, like why you're doing it, because you want the recognition, you're not going to get the recognition if you're sitting on your couch, not making music. So it's just a way to like keep you going, right? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know much you know? about couch, but I mean, you know, technology these days. So well, true. I mean, maybe you could, maybe you could, right? But, you know, you get my point. Yeah. And so, yeah, another really important piece of the goal setting puzzle is failure. And so what I consider failure is just not getting the results that you wanted. So let's say if you wanted 100,000 downloads on your song on Spotify and you get 1,000. Well, that's a failure in that it's not the results that you wanted, but it doesn't mean anything bad about you as an artist or as a person. It doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong with the world. Failure is literally like one of the ingredients in the recipe of being a success. It is just part of it. There's nobody that you can point to on this planet that has success that hasn't been through a failure. And so if you just know that going in, it's almost like a checkbox that you're just going to have to check many times on your way to that goal or to being a success. If you know that going in, it's not going to derail you so much. You're just like, oh, yep, this is that failure thing. You got to get through this and then we'll go to the next step. And so I just really like to bring that up at the beginning just to say like, hey, you're going to have some fails and you're going to be totally okay. Nothing has gone wrong. It's just all part of it. Mm, that's actually quite a good point about I think failure is something that we should talk about really quickly because yeah. sometimes I feel like people get into that space where they just feel like they are completely failing. How, mm -hmm. how do you get out of that almost like rut be able to do that because I know what you're saying as well being able to kind of spin that failure into into a way in which you can it can work and be productive for you but what happens if you're kind of really in a in a place where you, you just can't even see you know, yeah in front of you yeah I think it really just goes back to that reminder of like this is just part of it it is literally just part of it. It's just like, and you're, you're, it's almost like, okay, good. Things are going right. That means that you're one step closer. Cause if you haven't even failed yet, you haven't done enough work to get to that end goal. You just haven't done enough if you haven't failed yet. And so when you get to that, like, it's like a stepping stone you're like, all right, yeah, I'm making progress. And it sounds so cheesy and weird, but I'm telling you, like, it's how it has to happen. Like, think of any musician that you love and every single one of them will tell you about those times they were so low didn't want to pick up their instrument because they were just like it's not working i can't make any music i you know i can't even think of any songs to write nobody's gonna like it like everybody gets in those ruts and you can stay there for a minute let yourself feel a little sad nobody listened to my song and i thought i was gonna get so many downloads on spotify whatever and then just snap right back out of it and go oh this is cool this just means that i'm on my way it's literally like a place on the map that on Monopoly board, you have to pass go before you go around again. This is like, okay, you have to get the failure before you keep going.
hundred percent. Like I like that yeah. analogy, the, the Monopoly board. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> very vivid, very vivid. But now we're in a pandemic as well. A lot of people working from home, and they're quite isolated. So, getting in contact and being able to start doing something. How can how can artists that work on their own? you know, during this time, maybe, maybe after the pandemic as well, they might still be working alone as like a solo project. They don't have a massive team. How can they motivate themselves to make sure that they're hitting their goals? Yeah. One thing that I love to teach is called a tiny daily habit. And so you're going to take your big goal and you're just going to break it down into the smallest piece. So let's say if you want to, if you're a songwriter and you want to write an album in 2021, what is the smallest piece of that? Maybe it's writing one line of a song. And so you show up to that page every single day, no matter what, I don't care how bad you feel or how tired or exhausted or hungover or whatever you are, you're going to show up and just write a line of the song. And there are going to be days when you're going to write something that is so terrible that you will never say those words aloud in the world because you just don't want anybody to hear them. Totally cool. Who cares? You showed up and you wrote. And there will be other days when you write a line and you're like, this is amazing. This is my chorus. And then it it will help you flow. And then you might end up writing two songs that day. But it's just that constant practice of showing up to the page because you're showing up for yourself, right? You're saying, I've committed to write an album in 2021 and I'm doing it one line at a time. And it also is committing to your goal. Like you don't have to answer to anybody else. You've set this with yourself and you're just showing up every single day. And that's a minimum one line, right? So like I said, a lot of days you'll flow and you might write, you know, the whole repeat or the whole whatever, but you're, but just by showing up, you're allowing yourself to have some days and some lyrics that are horrible. And other days you're writing like the new hit song, but just because you've gotten that practice. So I think that's the best way we can do it when we're all alone and we have nobody to answer to or nobody to collaborate with. Mm -hmm. That's great advice. I love that. So any other, is there any other advice in particular that you would suggest for artists, music audience that, you know, they, that they should probably either latch onto or just kind of try and abide by as they're going through this process of artist development? I have three quick pieces. Is that okay? Yeah, please. Okay. So one is don't look to the past to determine your future. So even if you've never had, you know, if you've never completed an album, if you've never written a whole song, if you've never learned that crazy chord that makes your fingers hurt, who cares? Like all the things you've done in your life so far have been things that you had never done before. Like when you learned to walk, when you learned to talk, when you learned to feed yourself, you had never done those before, but now you're doing them. And so don't look in, you know, a lot of people that I work with say like, oh, well, I've never done that before. I don't think I'll be able to do it this year. Yeah, you can totally do it this year. Who cares if you haven't done it in the past, right? So just allowing yourself to not look at the past and to know that it's possible for you from here on out is a really big one. I see a lot with creatives. They're like, well, I've never done that before. Awesome. That means that this year will be your first year doing it. How exciting is that, right? Another thing is to be kind to yourself. So I like to say like the golden rule is so backwards. You know, the golden rule where treat everyone as you would treat yourself. And I think that's crap because we're really terrible to ourselves. We're always saying like, you can't do this. You'll never be able to do it. Like stop. So treat yourself as how you would treat your dear close friend, right? So you would never tell your friend like, you'll never be able to make it in the music business. You'll never be able to record this. You would never say that to your friend. So don't say it to yourself. You know, just treat yourself as, as you would somebody that you love dearly and care so much about and just really pay attention to how you're talking to yourself and your and your art. That's so true. Yeah. 
And then the last one is that you have total control of how you interpret a situation. And so a lot of us are never taught that we get to choose that. So let's say, for example, we, we've booked a gig and we show up and we got taken off the ticket. We don't get to play that night. We could totally be bummed and say like, this place hates us. We're never going to sing here again. It's never going to work out for us. Everyone's always against us. And you could go home and sulk. Or you could be like, oh man, that stinks. Well, I wonder where we're going to get to play next time. And I know that sounds like cheesy and Pollyanna, but you can choose to just interpret the situation in a way that benefits you more. And you can say, all right, well, you know what? This place said no to us tonight, but let's just go home and practice and pretend that we are getting on stage and like get our song list in the right order. And you could, you could change that situation into something that works better for you. And I just, I wish that we were all taught that we get to choose how to interpret it and, and to, you know, choose thoughts that work much better for us. No, that's awesome. I think that's so right. And it's, it has to be more productive as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, stuff that definitely benefits and also can, can push you forward. And lastly, Tammy, where can everybody find you if they want to get in touch with you and they want to be able to speak to you a little bit about their goals and where they want to go? Where can they find you? Yeah. So I have a podcast on my own also. That's the Show Up Society podcast because I teach that we should show up for ourselves and that gets us to our big goals. And that's on Apple and Spotify and everywhere. And you can also go to my website at showupsociety.com. You can find out a lot about me there. That's awesome. We'll link all of that as well. Where thank you. Out so that we'll make sure that people can find those too. But yeah, thank you, Tammy, so much for coming on. I think those are really good nuggets of advice that I think that people will be able to run with now. And yeah. Install um, as an artist and in their whole development process. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And if you're listening, go make your music because we all want to hear your joy. Like we, we all need it. So please make it and share it with us. Agreed. <laughs> thank you so much, Kimmy.